Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, welcome back. This is After Buzz. We're doing The Flash, Season 3, Episode 19, Once in Future Flash. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yeah, time warp should be on the YouTube because we are making all the movements. Anyways, hey, I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J, T-E-U-R-I-J-A-Y, and I'm here hosting with the amazing Tiana Hobson. Oh my gosh, Tari, thank you. Oh my gosh, where can they find you? You can find me at the Tiana Hobson. Ooh. I'm super excited to be back, by the way. Um, the chat is already flowing with juiciness and goodies. Ooh. And, oh my gosh, I'm just, I'm happy. I really liked tonight's episode. Some people in the chat were kind of let down by it, but I thought it was pretty good. Oh, really? Yeah. I wonder what they were <laughs> let down I by. I mean, I know what I was let down by. <laughs> I mean, I think you saw my reaction at the end and what I was let down by, but other, other yeah. than that, I, I enjoyed the episode. Yeah, I think it was a really good, intense episode. Uh, shout out to Tom Cavanaugh, who directed this yes. episode. It was very well done, a lot of cool visuals, a lot of uh, great acting that I'm sure he helped pull out of them. Uh, overall, I think it's a really good episode. I specifically really like dark future episodes of sci-fi. It's my jam. It's your jam. Um, so let's get into that dark future. I love dark future. Uh, we jump into 2024 where things ain't too good. And I just want to say, we jumped to my birthday in 2024. Oh, it was did we? February 3rd, 2024, and I got a little kick out of that. Aww. It was like the writers put it in there for me specifically. I, I think so. Yeah. They're like, this is what your birthday is going to be like <laughs> in eight years. Yes, exactly. Sounds real sad. I mean... I wasn't involved in any of it. I was on the other part of town having a party, so it was oh, great. Got it. All yeah. right. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, as long as you're not in Central City, I think you'll be fine. I'll be fine. Yeah. Um, so, but the people who are in Central City are in dire straits. Let's let's count them down. Let's go we to got it. Uh, paralyzed, basically like a quadriplegic Wally. Yeah. He went after uh, Savitar all by himself after I- Iris was killed. Which was disastrous for him. Yeah, and can we talk about the fact that they never, the whole team, I mean, spoiler alert, the whole team gets back together by the end, but their Wally is still just... What, what did you want from him? I just wanted, I don't know, them to come back and be like, hey, look, we made everyone's life happy because we made Barry stay here. Here's how we made Wally's life happy, too. Or at least, hey, we finally found out what happened to Wally. Like, don't... Nah. I have so many questions about Wally's life. Do you? Yes. I'm, you don't? I don't. Oh my gosh. I feel like he went through a very traumatic thing. And so, in in his mind, uh, he's basically trapped in, in kind of a cycle of trying to figure out what he can do. He's like a prisoner in his own body. It's and, like, get out. Yes. Okay. He's in the sunken place. Mm. Um, 
and I think that that's fine. Not that I think it's fine, <laughs> but I'm in terms of story, I am fine with I it just, just leaving it. It's there. okay, but it was just so happy how the team got back together. But you're missing one one key element to the team, and no one cared. Yeah, about it. I think they well, yes, I think they cared though. It was also like a first step. Like he got everyone who could help in that moment. Okay. Uh, I think it would have been crappy if. He brought Wally, and then Barry, emo Barry, had died in the, like, <laughs> whole thing. So I think you want to just ease Wally back into the whole thing. Okay, okay. Um, but I'll yeah. give you that one, Tari. I'll <laughs> give you that one. Ha-ha! Ha-ha! I foiled your reasoning! <laughs> I mean, I'm just not going to argue it. Okay, great. I've beaten <laughs> you down into submission. That's how I win all of my arguments. That could uh, be taken so many ways. <laughs> so bad so who else are we gonna talk about in the future (laughs) oh okay hey hey that's my board don't look at my board uh we're also gonna talk about cisco oh cisco he's uh he's always so heartwarming the man uh the actor does such a good job of portraying all these different versions of cisco and finding all these sweet pieces of nuance uh, and I really like this performance of a slightly hopeful but worn down version of Cisco. Yeah, I wrote down that he, I love his loyalty to the team. Mm-hmm. He's the one person, he's the glue that kind of keeps them together. I know Barry is the flashy face of the team, but it's really Cisco who's the heart of it. Yeah. And I love this portrayal of Cisco and just, you know, keeping Barry trapped there to you know, keep him around to get the team back together. It was very nice to see that version because, as everyone knows, in the beginning of the season after Flashpoint, I was very upset with how emo Cisco was being Uh towards Barry, especially. But, you know, this was a different version. This was, hey, you're my best friend. Hey, we need to get this back together. I I miss my best friend, so I'm going to keep you here to keep me company for a little bit. Though, I will say (laughs) that him tricking Barry into staying... Was kind of a devious thing to do. I mean, but what would you do? It's your best friend who you haven't got to hang out with in eight years because he went off the deep end after his girlfriend died. Yeah. Or fiance died. I mean, I'd try to hang out with him more. (laughs) But, like, at the same time, I think that the Cisco that we know would have saw this as an opportunity to try to make a difference. Mm -hmm. So him... I, I get that him showing Barry around was his way of trying to get Barry to stay and help. But I think it could have also been played as him showing the results of Barry withdrawing. And so he it was more so that when this inevitable thing happens, mm-hmm. Barry knows better than to recede from his friends. Okay. I, I see that too. And I, I don't know. I just love Cisco. And it was devious. <laughs> Of him to do, but at the same time, it, you know, sometimes you have to do a little bad to stir up some good. Yeah, it's true. Sometimes you just got to trick your friends <laughs> into, until they do what you want. But I was just, I was only nervous about um, how long Barry is going to stay in the future because I don't know how time travel works. Yeah. If he stays there too long, is it another flashpoint? <laughs> I mean, I know in the past it's a flashpoint, but in the future, is it a flash forward point? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean. I just get concerned about timelines and people getting erased and it's like cisco should should we keep him around too much longer i don't think so well with time travel with traveling to traveling to the future 
you can always travel to before you left or around the same time you left. I thought, though, I will say that kind of in line with what you were saying, I I thought that he was going to end up coming back just in time to uh, for uh, Iris to die. Mm-hmm. Which, essentially, he'd come back with no information and no time to prep. And I think that would have been... Uh, that was something I was worried about in terms of worried for the character. Yeah. Not in terms of worried for the writing, because I knew, <laughs> I knew that they would take me where I need to go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like so, that. Great. Um, and another piece of Cisco is that we learned that he got his hands frozen off by Killer Frost. Oh, my gosh. And he can't vibe anymore. And I love vibe yeah that's a bummer it is uh i feel like though uh he if he had the the i guess the will to fight then he could find another way of extending his powers through his new robotic hands so what you're saying is that we've taken the first step of getting team future flash back together and then somewhere along that line Cisco will be inspired enough to create something to help himself be able to vibe again. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, and that's that's what I would hope for this this Cisco character. Mm-hmm. Um just cuz he, he's not nothing without his powers, but they did help the team so much. They did. Um, and I was really excited because you know he was just starting to use them and get out in the field and do stuff so it does and it sucks that it was caitlin who's the one who yeah did this to him because they've known each other for years they've known each other the longest they're you know family that's his family who you know has stepped into the dark side Mm -hmm. as they would say and you know now he's handless yeah i i will also say i feel like this was a an opportunity for the production staff to be like, hey guys, look at this sweet, sweet Darth Vader reference. Look at this, look at this, this uh, homage to Star Wars. Do, do you guys like Star Wars? Because he's got a robot hand like that guy from Star Wars. Like lots of guys from Star Wars. Did you know that Star Wars has robot hands? Because this guy has a robot hand and he watches Star Wars. Bro, robot hands. <laughs> Just hashtag robot hands. <laughs> So, I mean, and if Cisco had been his normal self, he probably would have made a joke about how, about the robot hands. Right. But, you know, just... He's just too sad. Mood. He's yeah. too sad about his robot hands. It's, I'm, I'm sure that if we ever come back to Future Flash team, uh, they will. he'll be like, Oh, man, I can use the Force through my robot hands. <laughs> and then they'll be like, Look at that bro and his robot hands. Robot hands! <laughs> and then everyone would be like, That joke is hilarious! And then the writers will owe me royalties. I mean, it's not, It's but it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that funny, but it's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's my specialty. Yeah, real dad dumb, jokes. Yep, real dumb jokes. That's, that's what I do. You're just... So good at it, Tari. <laughs> Speaking of dads, <laughs> Joe uh, was really sad. That was a really good transition. Don't worry that was, about it. That was the smoothest transition that has ever happened on AfterBuzz TV. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm the master of transitions. The master of transitions. <laughs> master. You know who hasn't mastered his sadness? Joe <laughs> and Barry. They are both really, really sad, and they've there's a rift between them because 
Joe was left by Barry. Barry essentially decided to leave all his friends, shut down Star Labs, and mm-hmm. uh, didn't fulfill his promise to Iris, which was, hey, take care of my dad, bro. But see, here's the, I mean, here's the one problem I saw with Iris's problem, uh, promise from the beginning, is that it shouldn't have been about her father, because I, I see Joe as the kind of person who would definitely lean on people. It's Barry who I was always... He's the one... The promise should have been, Barry, promise me that you won't pull away from my father. Or that you won't pull away from the friends that you have yeah. after I die on May 25th, 2017. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I thought that from the beginning just because Barry has always been the wild card, in my opinion. And I don't know, it just seems like Joe... It's not as hard to keep Joe in line as it is Barry. Right. Joe's reactions are pretty, you know, one way or the other. Barry, it's like he's speed forcing all over the place. You don't know how to keep up with him and his emotions. Maybe it was intended to be like a double-sided thing in that, like, she's like, hey, you guys are the only family you have. Stay together. together. Um, Because you're right. Joe is, he's very much in control of himself and his emotions and there's no there's a rare chance that he'll go off and like do his own thing or or really like recede from people but barry is definitely more likely to do so yeah but like yeah he's the hothead Uh, yeah he's he's the crimson crimson hothead he's the crimson hothead there we go (laughs) (laughs) but i mean it was it was heartbreaking to see how far this rift had come between them where the whole time it's like Joe, just turn around. Yeah. Turn around. Please, just see that it's not emo Barry. It's it's happy Barry. Mm-hmm. Um, and it hurt my heart that he didn't turn around. But then, of course, later on, he does find out the difference. Right. But, you know, just in that moment, it, it was just, oh, it broke my heart because it made me realize that Joe lost three children yeah. in this whole thing. He lost everyone mm-hmm. after this because of one person and Barry is the one person who could have actually still been around and he's chose to leave Joe. Yeah. And that's just sad. That is sad. Like, I love my dad. I wouldn't want to leave him like that. Aw. Well, you're a better person than Barry. I mean, I think a lot of people are a better person than Barry (laughs) Allen. He's a growing boy. (laughs) He's like 25 now. (laughs) Whatever. You can only grow for so long. No, you're always growing growing. until you get old and set in your ways. Yeah. He's still like jello in the refrigerator. I love Barry. He's a great guy. Would I want to kick it with him? Totally. Is he the best friend? Not really. True. He, uh, but he has a heavy weight on his shoulders. He, he, he does. I you mean, know, uh, he can either be your friend or he can be your hero. Uh, uh, I guess he can't be both. Nope. Oh, okay. There's no room for heroes. Herons. No. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Speaking of emo Barry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Transitions. Yes, transitions. Um, Killing it. <laughs> thank you. Ha 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 ha. He is not laughing. Uh, emo Barry isn't. Uh, he's very sad. It's it. He is from the moment of Iris's death, essentially just hanging out in the time vault uh, and looking at pictures of him and Iris sulking. He has long hair. He wears black. He has a little bit of stubble, and he's not 
he's not engaging with anyone. Did um, his wig just make you think of Oliver Queen on the island? <laughs> I love <laughs> flashback hair Oliver Queen. I, all I got was Oliver Queen vibes, but just a darker color of the hair. Which yeah, yes. which made me giggle, and it was great. Um, but I also think that, you know, again, you want to talk about people who are great at emoting different emotions for their characters. You know, he's he's giving us happy 2017 Barry and emo 2024 Barry in the same scene. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was just so cool to see the juxtaposition of where they are in their lives. And when people said that, you know, oh, I knew that you were a younger Barry because you don't have the hate in your eyes. I could actually see the like his eyes were a little different. Yeah, you know when he was emo Barry. So yeah. that was just super cool to see. I mean, it was all the eyeliner. It was definitely the eyeliner. Yeah. Maybe a little mascara. Mm-hmm. Um, the stubble really helped. Oh yeah, too. you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I really like the the emo Barry aesthetic on Grant Gustin. Uh, I feel like it fit him well and he the way he was acting the way like you could see him through his hair i i'm if it was very uh, like well put together mm-hmm. i like so I'm, I'm i'm sure it's a combination of wardrobe and makeup and hair um but all of them came together really well um so shout out to wardrobe makeup and hair emo berry so good so good so uh, good Yes, so good. So good. Sweet so Caroline. Yeah. Anyways, um, I, I also, speaking of him playing off of himself, I really liked that scene in the Time Vault where Emo Barry is essentially talking about how much he lost and how futile it is that Barry uh, is trying to save Iris. And, like, he, he had a point. Like, he tried so many different things. And I like that he also kind of gave us a view into what Barry's potential strategy could be. Mm-hmm. And it, it hurt my heart that he's, he locked away Salvatar, but he still doesn't even know who the guy is who was tormenting him for this whole time. Yeah. It's that's kind of That's kind of screwed up. <laughs> he spent all these years, you know, he murders your fiance. Not only do you not get justice for years, but when you finally do get the justice, you still don't know who the guy is mm-hmm. or what his initial beef really is with you. You know, there's yeah. no way to track back of, hey, this is who I screwed over and this is why he wants to kill Iris. Right. I mean, you, yeah, the only thing he knows is that Savitar hates him. Yes. And, you That know, could really be a lot of people. It's true. He's put a lot of bad people away. Uh, yeah, it could almost be anyone. Um, we'll we will discuss who we think Savitar okay. is in I know the predictions. Chat has some feelings. Oh, too. I'm sure they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so start stowing those feelings up. <laughs> Just bottle them deep down inside. Deep, deep down, and then let them pop out during predictions. It's like an eruption. Yeah, Just predictions pop out. Blood. Word vomit. Heck Those yeah. Word vomit coming out. speaking of word vomit you know where you can vomit all your words on itunes you know hey we do this for free and that's great because it means that you can enjoy this sweet sweet entertainment without Mm. paying a single dingle dime and you know how we can give this to you for free free. We we can do it by you going on iTunes and leaving a comment 
and giving us five stars. If you love what we're doing, let us know. And that helps us rise to the top of the charts on iTunes. And it helps other people find us, which also helps us rise to the top of iTunes. And we can only do that with your help. If you go on and leave a comment, give us some five stars. And hey, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that thumbs up. It also helps us rise to the top of YouTube's algorithms. And lets people know that this is an amazing podcast. So, uh, do those things, and we will also read your reviews here on the air. Um, and one of the reviews we're going to talk about tonight is, it's from Poppy Smooth? Okay. Poopy Smooth? Something like that. Um, It's titled Two Man Wrecking Crew. Five stars for the shorthanded crew this week. Jeff and Tari provided the insight and entertainment of a hundred men. Dang. I missed the rest of the crew, but Mr. Miller and Mr. Masters did a great job this week. So good job to you, Tari. Yeah. You Goblin yeah. Coco. Eminem. Eminem. And just to take Tari's sentiment a step further, if you really love us, what you will do too after you give us five stars and leave us a comment on iTunes and go to YouTube and leave us a comment there, you'll then tweet our boss at Maria Menunos and tell her how much you love our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Because then if we can get in good with the boss, you know, more perks and stuff for everybody around. Yeah, totally. Totally, right? And keep these lights on! You want these <laughs> lights on! Because you want to talk about the flash! <laughs> Speaking of lights coming um, on... What? Sorry, I was trying to find it. When, for what? <laughs> um, God, Godspeed Night 7 says, Tari is extremely hyper tonight. Dude, did you ingest a shit ton of caffeine? No. Maybe. <laughs> You'll never know. I actually gave him a caffeine pill in his water. He just doesn't yeah. know it. I'm imbued with the speed force. <laughs> I have all the energy. I am a speedster. Okay. Uh, <laughs> speaking of being a speedster... <laughs> We got the return of the speedster when Flash team got back together. Yes. Transitions. Trans- Transitions. You can um, do it. <laughs> um, wait, hang on. Before we talk, are we going to talk about um, Julian's status when we talk about KF or? Because we didn't talk about where Julian was. Julian's and... just hanging out. He ain't doing nothing. Well, like, is he just cursed every day to just stare? At, to, is his job to stare at Caitlyn? In mm-hmm. in her cell all day and just be miserable watching the love that was never there because he let her turn into an evil person? Uh, I mean, it, it's what Barry's doing. Yeah, so him and Barry are very similar. It's yeah. like, why torture yourselves, guys? Like, get outside a little bit. <laughs> Take a shower. How about that, maybe? Shave. They yeah. both didn't shave. Stubble's cool. I mean... 2024, it's all about the stubble. It's the stubble age. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We'll go Um, with that. Yes, I I did find it odd that his whole deal was just hanging out in Killer Frost's prison. Um, But, like, I like that he could actually just go back to work. Yeah. Just doing meta-human stuff. I think out of everyone, he turned out the best. He did. Yeah. Well, I don't know. HR is living his oh, best life. Yes. Yes, he is. HR is living it up. And I mean, he's got the girls. He's got his books. He's got his coffee shop. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, he's still, he's scrounging, but he found those drumsticks because, (laughs) heaven forbid, Team Flash get back together without him having his drumsticks. That's what he needs. He needs them drumsticks to keep everyone on beat, you know? Oh, tum-tum to the kick drum. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. The drummer keeps everyone in line. That's why they hit the four times. One, two, three, four, and then everyone Mm -hmm. starts to play. Keeps keeps that rhythm. Keeps going. Keeps Mm down. Rhythm, son. Um, I, I like it. I liked that we got a little levity in the future scene with HR essentially reading his book uh, and then getting accosted by all these women. Um, <laughs> here is my question, and I think I missed it. Chat, please let me know. Um, but was it HR's actual face on the back of his books, or was it the fake face that everyone's supposed to see when they see HR? It, from what I remember of what I saw, it yeah. was his face. Interesting. But we always see it as his face. So maybe to not confuse us, to us it's still his face, but those girls in the audience, it's not his face. It's the face they're supposed to see. Maybe. That's what I'm going with. That's right. the only way I can explain that I, one. No, yeah, I dig that. Because I definitely remember, because I rewound to read the poster a second time, and I remember seeing his face on the back of... Okay. Book. Yeah. So uh, I accept your explanation. Yes. That, yes. I argued you down. Dang. Woo! I got one The down. tables have turned. The oh. student becomes the teacher. What is this? Like a lazy Ooh, Susan? Maybe. Dang. That they was should a never leave show. us alone on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's. I think we're doing a great job. People probably think we took a lot of drugs before we came on air. <laughs> Um, th- no, nah, I think this is about the same energy as my Supergirl show. <laughs> um, and Billy Jean Girl 24 just said, did you notice HR was the only one who didn't age? Hashtag Botox. Oh, yeah. I did notice that because I, I was having a hard time telling if they were supposed to have aged because, you know, eight years isn't that long of a time. Yeah. I mean, someone could have gotten fat, but they didn't <laughs> go there. I mean, I would have just made someone fat to I mean, show that, that time cool. had... Barry actually should have been emo. Barry should have been a little fatter. I don't think he. Ha- I don't think he can get fat. Oh yeah, because he. Like, but if he's not some... running and like that's true. utilizing, if he's just dormant, maybe yeah. like that would slow things down. Maybe I, I. So I think we need to go back in time, or I think we need to revisit this future, <laughs> uh, or a version of the future, and have Fat Barry, mm-hmm. uh, because I think that would be great. Um, one, I would like to see how Grant Gustin would play it. Yes. Uh, and also... And you know it would be one of those solid guts. You oh, know, It's yeah, not yeah, going to yeah. be a floppy one. It's going to be the guy who just, like, from the back... It's uh-huh. like a woman from the back when you can't tell they're pregnant, and then yeah. you come around, it's like, whoa! Uh-huh. It's a side angle. Yeah, yeah. His is going to be a solid force to be reckoned with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I don't... I, 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 I'm going to state my preference now in case the producers and writers are, <laughs> are uh, listening. I don't want it played for laughs. I really just want it to be a thing. And no one really to be like, Barry, you've gotten fat. I just want him to be Fat Barry. Yeah. I, and still a speedster. I want Fat Barry running around, <laughs> uh, having just... a good time. <laughs> yeah. out of breath. He's like, I'm the fastest I've ever been. Um, and speaking of things about Barry, Romeo Lopez, because I noticed this in the episode two, said, how did Barry get taller? He was taller in the that little fight sequence when he... Went out there. Yep. Eight years makes you taller. I I mean, I know, aren't guys supposed to stop 
No. Growing around like 22 or something? No. No? Are you uh, just saying that because you're holding out hope? Yep. Okay. Uh, one day I will be <laughs> six feet tall. Okay. One day I'll be the tallest man in the world. Mm-hmm. Yao Ming ain't got nothing on me. Yeah, one I mean, day. One day. Um, I mean, technically, I think men don't stop growing until around 25. Like, it's very okay. gradual. Um, uh, so I think there's, there's still some, some running or growing left to be done on Barry. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Ha ha! The ha, tables ha. are turned again. Again, Lazy Susan. <laughs> um, You're lazy Susan. Hashtag Lazy Susan. All right, uh, but sorry, you wanted to talk about something else. I did. I, I really want. No, no, no. You uh, covered the things that I missed. Thank you for covering my butt. You're welcome. I got your butt anytime. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It needs a lot of covering. It needs a lot of attention. Hashtag big butt. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wanted to talk about Flash. Uh, Flash 2.0. Uh, Barry getting the team back together. Yes. Um, to stop Mirror Master and Top. I I like the return of Mirror Master and Top. They are really fun villains. Um, and I also liked the, the like warm feeling we got when everyone got back together. It was nice. Yeah. And, you know, it was nice and warm because they're back together and they're going up against people that they've battled before. So it's all, you know, full circle. And people that they battled in, you know, the time zone where this Barry's from. So it's just fresh in everyone's mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, they forgot to send him out there with something to stop the dizzies <laughs> from happening. But it's your first day back, so I'll let you guys slide. Yeah. I, I feel like a pair of sunglasses <laughs> would have been nice. Yeah. Like, you know... Just... <laughs> I don't know why, but I imagine it being, like, the deal with it meme. So, like, right before she does her thing, glasses just uh, fall on his face and it goes, deal with it. And they're like, what is happening in this show? And Tom Cavanaugh's like, I'm directing, I do what I want. I loved him, dank memes. Anyways. Um, but it was cool, you know, because... You have them both fighting, and then they, you know, they did they did their powers together, and just yeah. it was all Inception in there. And I was like, "Holy crap! I don't even know which way is up." And I'm just watching a TV screen. I thought that <laughs> the graphics and everything, you know, they didn't waste any money. I thought it looked great. Everything, you know, sometimes things can, you know, look better in your imagination, uh-huh. but this one actually paid off. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Flash team they always do a really good job of. Making like they they make their uh, their CGI look amazing. I know that like it it can't be cheap to produce such high quality yeah. graphics every week, and they pull it off each time. Like it boggled my mind when they started warping reality. Right, uh, it's amazing. Shout out to the CGI to, team. To the yes, the team is great. Yes. Um, <laughs> But, yes, and so I also liked the Flash's, his updated outfit, which was more like his new 20, uh, his new 52 outfit. Um, it was real sleek. It had the, the yellow highlights, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. I love it. I hope that they I upgrade at some point. I hope Barry took a mental image of it so that he can go back to the past and oh. tell Cisco how he needs his next suit to look. Mm-hmm. Because it was sexy. <laughs> and it wasn't, like, worn and torn. Like, seeing that suit next to his 2017 suit, not that the 2017 suit is bad or grungy at all, but it just looked, like, 
so flashy and uh-huh. it captured my attention. And I was immediately, my eyes went over there to that suit as opposed to the old one. Flashy. <laughs> flashy. Okay. I could see you were ready with something <laughs> and I was just waiting for what it was going to be. I was going to, I was letting you, I was letting you get where mm-hmm. you needed to go. And then I was just, I just wanted to flashy. flashy. It was yes. very flashy. Ooh. And I liked it. It was great. Um, I, yes. I also like that we even got to get, like, Emo Berry back in action. And he acknowledged that, like, hey, bro, like, it's, it's, a, it's a progression. We're yeah. going to get there. He's like, you know what? I'm going to take some baby steps. Yeah. What about Bob? We're baby stepping all over this biatch. Uh-huh. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, baby steps. And he managed to give us a little bit of information. He gave us a lead for defeating Sabotage. Which I will say, Tari said he should do this like 20 minutes into the episode. Yes. I was like, bro, why don't you tell him how, <laughs> how you, you made the trap? But he's like, it's useless. It'll never work. And like, if anything, I'm sure there's an extra trap or there's trap schematics laying around in the future. Have him bring it back. So this is this brings in uh, a my one grievance with the episode. Ooh. Uh, I'm not a big grievance guy. Um, no, you're not a grievance guy at all. I'm yeah, because I love I love the show, and like I I always see what the writers are doing, and they they always take care of me real good. Um, and so I still get like the idea and the warm and fuzzies from the Flash Team 2.0. Mm-hmm piece of this episode but at the same time the pragmatist in me does felt like it was a it was them working toward working to fix a future that they're trying to destroy yes so that's that's the only thing um and like i get barry's desire to help these people it's the same reason why when he was in earth 2 he was like i have to do something here um it, it's it's his nature to want to help, but at the same time, I feel like the best way to help is to try to get more leads in order to avoid the future from happening. Yeah, the best way to help is to go home and fix it so that this doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Let's completely destroy this future, mm-hmm. and if it does, God forsaken, that it does actually keep happening and that he doesn't save Iris... Then the way to help is to, when you get to that point, don't become emo Barry. Yeah. there's You've learned so many lessons already. You've learned enough being there for two minutes yeah. that you could go back and actually prevent all of this from happening, minus the iris part. Right. Yes. Worst case scenario. Yeah. So, though, the there is another, and this isn't a prediction in any way, shape, or form, um, but it would be interesting if this event of Iris dying is so inevitable that when we open season three, Mm -hmm. we open with our current Flash leaving and we start with Flash Team 2.0. I think that would be a really interesting place to start the Mm -hmm. next season. Um, Just because we've taken the time to establish how inevitable it is. We've taken the time to also... uh, like get this team back in line. So I would love it if 
this became our permanent team. And then, like, part of it was them trying to figure out how to get Wally back into it. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, but again, a not a prediction, just something I think just would be interesting. something out there. Um, because they did really harp on, you know, Iris was, you know, making Barry make promises and just really hitting hard that this whole Iris is going to die. So I cannot decide if on May 25th, 2017, yeah. if Iris dies... I can't decide if I will be like, yes, that needed to happen. Or if they end up saving her, I might be disappointed because they've programmed in my head so hard that she's going to die on this day that now I don't know how I'm going to react if she lives or if she dies. I might be mad about both. I don't, (laughs) I'm so confused on how I'm supposed to feel. I think they want you to be confused. Like, I think they're really setting it up. Like Iris is going to die. Iris is going to die, which makes me think, okay, it's too obvious. They'll find a way to save her, but then if they find a way to save her, and I don't like it, yeah, I'm like that was just an easy cop out. Why? Why did you prepare me for her to die just to save her? Well, technically, though, they've been preparing you for her to be saved. In that every episode is Barry trying to find a new way to save her. So, like, if they do manage to save her, then it will be the the culmination of all the hard work that they've put towards uh, throughout the season. So we know that, uh, we already know the end result of his failure, so now we have to see him kind of pro- propel past that and succeed. Okay. So in this, in this arc of the season, we, we've just gotten to the third act where all hope is lo- lost, and now we're getting into the, the crux. The crux, okay. Um, so in this last piece was uh, the lead of Tracy Brand, who uh, we f- this is not this is news and gossipy, but um, Anne Dudick, who is who has who has been in Mad Men, she's in House, and she's also in The Magicians. Uh, y- you'd know her if you saw her. Oh, okay, I saw yes. her on my computer. Just now. Um, she she will be playing Tracy. Ooh, interesting. Yes. Okay. So, uh, and we found out this week that she develops the technology to create the flash or the like speed force trap four years after Iris's death. So now we are following that lead into the future. So now we're gonna find her and be like, "Hey, let me explain something to you. I'm I have information that you're gonna create in the future, but I need you to do it now. Here's all the information. Make yeah. it work. You have one month." Because today is April 25th, 2017. Yep. I need this no later than May 25th, 2017. Yep. And she'll be like, um, who are you? Why are you in my office? <laughs> um, so, yes, that is the, the, a good lead. But, bef- but before we get to her making this trap, we've, we also have found out and we see the beginning of the alliance between Killer Frost and Savitar. <laughs> yeah. She uh, turns, she's completely evil. She attacked our team at the beginning of the episode. And now, after seeing Savitar's face, she agrees to do his bidding. Who's Savitar? We don't know yet. <laughs> this was my grievance with the episode. I knew it was coming to an end, and I knew they weren't going to show me his face, but I still wanted it so bad. Yeah. Oh, I wanted it so bad. I almost fell out of my chair because I kept inching forward. Like, is it going to happen? Are you, um, you have three, two, no. Oh, crap. Yeah. 
I mean, the only reason I figured they wouldn't show it is because the producers like, keep saying, everyone will find out who Savitar is in their own time, and we won't show his in a while. Meow, 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 meow. They're like, all cats. Everyone's it's, cat. It's episode 19. It's my time. I, it's my time right here. Yeah. Up there, it's their time. But down here, it's my time. Oh, you're right. You're right. Girl. That was my Goonies. That, that, was, that was my Goonies. That was good. I've never seen it, but it's okay. <laughs> You've um, seen Goonies? Uh, probably sometime. Oh, know. which um, is funny. <laughs> Everyone's seen Goonies. I know it's it's one of those movies. It doesn't matter. We're not talking about <laughs> Goonies. I'm sure. Give me a call. Leave a comment. <laughs> Tell me what I'm missing in Goonies. Um, but uh, I think anything that we talk about now mm-hmm. is getting into prediction territory. Yes. So let's uh, move on to predictions. <laughs> and now you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. So, we have so many things to unpack. We have Killer Frost and uh, Savitar. Savitar working together. We have all the stuff with Tracy Blair, Brand, not Bland. Tracy Brand. <laughs> um, and next week, in the preview, we see that Barry now knows who Savitar is by some way. Um, also, just quick, I like that they addressed that the Time Vault... Uh, that they used the time vault to figure it out, but it oh. didn't know who Savitar was. So that that makes me happy because yes. I had that was a grievance. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so what do you think is going to happen in the next episode or leading up to the season finale? I think that next week I will find out who Savitar is <laughs> because Barry knows. So I need to know. Um, I I don't. I feel that. I hope that this brand lady can follow through. I know we haven't asked her to do anything yet, and she hasn't committed to doing anything yet, but I need her to come through strong Mm -hmm. um, to save Iris because I just, as a black woman, I cannot be okay with the black girl on the show dying. It's true. I just just can't be. Um, I've gotten some predictions on who people think Savitar is. Are we there? Bring Um, him on. Bring him on. So Danielle Hedgie says Eddie Thawne. Is Savitar. Okay. Fan of Chowder says it's Ronnie or Eddie. Okay. And Destined to Win says it's Felicity, which Ooh. I think that's actually the best <laughs> option there. <laughs> yeah, of but, course. But after seeing Caitlin's reaction, it's clearly someone that she knows and trusts in yeah. a way. It's someone that she's familiar with. It's no stranger, which we know that it's someone who knows Barry and the team very well, and that's why they're able to be a step ahead of them the whole time. Yeah. So, I mean, my initial thought was also Ronnie after the big reveal there, but I don't know how it would be possible. I mean... So don't ask me to explain how I got there. But just <laughs> first thought is Ronnie, but then because my first thought is Ronnie, it's like, that's too obvious. It has to be someone else. Yes. Well, maybe. I, it Going with your logic, it makes sense that it's Ronnie, which would explain why uh, Killer Frost immediately uh, teamed up with him, mm-hmm. like at the see- at seeing his face. I I will say also that I really liked that this future storyline helped us narrow down who it wasn't. Um, so basically, it's none of the original gang. <laughs> All your theories have been thrown away. Um, I do like the idea of it being Eddie Thon because. Has to be someone that we know. Mm-hmm. It has to be someone that we we are familiar with and who has been on the show before. If it's if it's not, I think it will be disappointing. Yeah. Um, I also think it might be funny 
if they never show who Savitar is. They're just like, Savitar is Savitar. It doesn't matter who he is. And then we end the season without ever knowing who Savitar is. I think that would be a good bit. I would not be okay with this. I would spend my whole summer, like, you'd come into my room and it would be like a detective board connecting dots and strings lining up to people to figure out who Savitar is. But does it matter? To me, yes, because I'm a nosy person who likes to know everything. All right. And that's just how I am. I'm honest about it. I, I just like to know people's business. Got it. I think that the idea of Savitar being someone that we know makes the world bigger. In that, like, hmm. going back to Star Wars, in in Star Wars, all the trilogies, you know, everyone is connected. Everyone's a Skywalker. Everyone's a, a Kenobi. It doesn't matter because it's all this. It's the universe is so small because everyone's related. Whereas, like, having Savitar just be a dude who hates the Flash. I think, or who just wants to outdo the Flash, would be a really interesting turn for it to be in that sometimes your enemies aren't people you know. Yeah. Um, so I think that would be intriguing. Also because I started this season being like, I hope that, this, that there's no big <laughs> big mystery about who the person is. I don't want it to matter. I just want uh, there to be an enemy. Um, so, so I've got a couple new names popping up in the chat now. It. Brian Miller has given two options, both female villains, either Caitlyn's mom or Iris's mom. Okay. Be Savitar. All right. Um, where's the other one that I saw? I can't find the other one that I saw, but I also have from Nate Milton. It's fairly obvious, people. Jeff Masters is Savitar. Hashtag yes. Yes. That's why he's not here. That's he's why off he's not here. Doing Savitar stuff. Mm-hmm. Or, and Kevin Pham said Savitar is the Flash's mother. A lot of, uh, there's a mother theme going on here, and yeah. I don't know how I feel about moms coming after people so hard. Well, the finale is near Mother's Day. That is true. So basically, they didn't give their moms good enough Mother's Day gifts, so they were like, you know, to murder your fiance. Savage. Savage. Savage tar. That is some pettiness right there. That is petty level 100. I know. I know, girl. I know you know, boy. But speaking of pettiness... I'm going to be petty and in this show. You can't be so happy when you're Transitions. petty. Transitions. <laughs> okay. Anyway, thank you for joining us here on After Buzz TV. That is the end of our Flash show. We know that you have a lot to say, and we had a lot to say, so make sure you're keeping up with us on social media. Where can they find you, Tiana? You can find me at the Tiana Hobson on Twitter and Instagram, and thank you, everyone, for all your love in this live chat on youtube tonight i mean you guys were commenting so fast i couldn't even read and listen to what tari was saying which probably isn't news to me wasn't important yeah i i was lost for most of our conversation (laughs) but thanks for sticking with us guys it was fun tonight oh yeah and you can find me at tari j it's t-u-r-i-j-a-y you can also find jeff masters at jeff masters one you can also find that's it that's it. That's, That's our it. Panel That's now. all you need to know. That's our panel. Hey, go Black Flash. Hey, yeah. Black Flash. Woo! Join us next week here. Same After Buzz time, same After Buzz channel, Tuesdays at 9 o'clock here on After Buzz TV. Until then, have a super week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire After Buzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the After Buzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com.
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Black Lives Matter. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.